0: The views and opinions on this show do not necessarily reflect the views of ESPN Tucson 1490 and 104.9 FM or the Arizona Lotus Corporation. Got car trouble? Now's the time to talk with Jerry on the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show. Call in now at 719-1490. Good morning,
1: Arizona, and the rest of you out there in cyberspace. Welcome to the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show, right here on ESPN Tucson.com, 1490 AM on your radio dial. 1490 AM. Uh we used to be on 104.9. We're no longer on 104.9. So if you got some buddies that's been hunting for me. Uh, like they're calling into the shop We're at 1490 a.m. only So I'm Jerry Simmons, your host Along with me, riding shotgun this morning I'm a co-host, Mr. Jim Mooney From Frontier Towing For all your towing needs Good morning, Jim
0: Good morning, Jerry Good morning to everybody out there Thanks for listening We appreciate it Remember, it's I'm on the radio So that makes it a super safe Saturday What does that mean? That means slow down, move over, keep your eyes on the road, put your phone down, no texting and driving, no drinking and driving. You know, if if your coffee falls over, it's going to make a mess, but it's better than running into somebody. When you're working on your cars, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, when you're working on your cars, uh, uh, jack stands, hood props, safety glasses, and no... Long clothes if you're working with a running vehicle. Um, make sure that you uh, stay safe when you're going. And, and yeah, Jerry, I, I've spilled a, a soda or two in my in my vehicle, and I've I've paid the wrath of of a sticky carpet. But that was better than running into somebody. So. Um,
1: oh Lord, yeah. If, we,
0: if you do those couple things, so my, maybe this, we can get through the Saturday and, and this weekend with. Uh, Minimal issues, which is which would be a great way to start a Monday.
1: Well, yeah, and you you've got some beautiful weather today. It's supposed to be up to seventy two degrees, and uh, that that's and clear. And then tomorrow Sunday, we have a ninety percent chance of rain here in the valley, and so it's and with a high of about uh, I think fifty six, fifty two, something like that. So if you haven't changed your windshield wiper blades, you may want to refigure it. If you plan on going anywhere Sunday?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: but it it is a beautiful day yesterday. For the people at the rodeo, today is the day to go to the rodeo. If you want to sit in a nice sun, take your a big hat, and, and just go out in the rodeo. Go out to the rodeo and enjoy it. that's quite a production out there. Especially today, it's going to be big. And a lot of people uh, leave early so you can get a parking spot, a comfortable parking spot where you don't have to hike about a quarter of a mile. And uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. I had the privilege of spending uh, yesterday on a trail ride in Sagara National Monument with uh, El Paso Sheriff's posse, and we had a ball. I mean, it was just a good run. The water's running out in the canyon, so it was it was great to be able to ride my mule and put her in the water for about a quarter of a mile right up the stream. It was great. And I survived. I survived. You know, that's always a plus. This portion of the show is brought to you by Spectrum Ina Road Auto Collision Center, 520-744-4454. They're located at 4425 West Ina Road. If you have an automobile that you need to get painted, Spectrum. If you have a collision, uh, uh, you know, hopefully not, but it it happens. According to the insurance company, it's happening more now than it ever has. But I know road auto collision, they can fix it. They can match the paint. You don't just because you have blisters on the hood don't mean that you're going to have to have a whole car painted. They can actually match the paint depending on the condition of the rest of the paint. Uh, anything it has to do with paint and body on an automobile. Uh, Spectrum, Ina Road Auto Collision, 520-744-4454. Now, I heard a little rumor that uh, Jim went to, went to get edumacated. <laughs>
2: uh, edumacated. In
1: Phoenix, on, he, he attended a symposium with electric vehicles. Very interesting to find out what their projections are and what you learned up there. So, Jim, your own. What happened in Phoenix? Oh.
0: Okay, so what it was it was a, a conference on vehicle electrification for fleets, both government and private. And so if folks if you're if you're thinking about buying an electric vehicle, the first thing you need to understand is that buying the car is not the whole process when we buy a gas car we go out we find the color we want and the engine we want and the interior we want with the with the radio stations on and we get in the car and we drive away because we know that we can go to a gas station and fill up our cars or we can go to jerry or parker or automotive specialists and get the car fixed or and get the oil change but when you buy an electric car not so much the case you need to understand that the gas station is now at your house. So before you buy go out and buy the electric car, you have to make sure that you can have the electric charger. Well, the electric charger comes in a host of varieties, and we've discussed them before. But um, what I did learn, one thing was that you can buy the little, the uh, you know, you can do the, the easy thing and say, well, I'll go to Amazon. I'm going to go to Amazon, and I'm going to buy an electric charger. And the gentlemen that spoke were, were for, for actually from government fleets, and they were very knowledgeable. And they said, you know, those are great for about three years, and then you're going to buy another one, or less could last longer. Could, it'll take a long time to charge. It doesn't it doesn't communicate with the car well. So uh, be aware that you're probably going to have to buy another one in a couple three years. And I'm like, oh, well, that didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that I had to go buy a new gas pump. Yep, you got to go buy a new gas pump when this one fails. And since somebody else isn't putting the gas in your car, you get since it's your gas pump, you get to buy your own gas pump. Um so before you run to buy the electric car because you want that new electric vehicle which everyone we drove, they had a bunch of them up there, have the most incredible torque you can imagine. I'm they're they're wickedly fast. All of them. Um so but you need to understand the infrastructure at your home or your business that where you're going to place this charger, accessibility to the charger, power to the charger. So if you have power coming into your home and or your business and you decide that you're going to you're going to jump into the electric vehicle for your for a vehicle for you to drive or for a sales vehicle for a fleet, you need to understand where you're going to where you're going to park this thing. How are you going to warehouse it? Where are you going to charge it? And if you don't know that before you buy the car, you need to get somebody out, either an electrician or somebody from Tucson Electric Power. Actually, is a great start, and they can explain to you what where you need to place your charger in re- relationship to your your electric meter, or how much you're going to have to dig up on the ground to lay new wire, or or any of the host of things that go on. Mm-hmm. So that was that was one thing that was really interesting. Um, the other thing that that they spoke about was government electric fleets Now, folks, if you don't think so, governments are going to buy electric cars, all governments that means the federal government, the local governments, local counties that includes Pima county, city of Tucson, oral Valley. Um, Green Valley, everybody's going to buy electric cars. And then electric cars, electric school buses, uh, every, they have a goal to to change their driven fleet to electric. Okay. And whether you've paid attention to it or not, it's coming. So I, they express the same concerns. How when you buy when you start your electric fleet, you know you have to have the chargers. Oh, and by the way, does the charger that the county or the city put in, are we going to let the the public use it? Probably not. No, we're going to hold that for ourselves. That's going to be our own vehicle charger. Oh, by the way, when you get the electric car, be aware that <laughs> I think it was something like 46% are offline due to vandalism. People go and destroy them, wreck them, break the screens, so they're not usable. Um the electric charging repair guy, he's busy. Three, four months to repair these things. Five months. We get parts to repair them. So now your gas station is out of commission for five months. Imagine if you went to the QT and they said, hey, we're out of gas for the next five months. You'd be like, this is the craziest thing on the planet. Well, welcome to electric electric vehicles. At any rate, back to the electric fleets. So they discussed a lot of things about battery life, battery usage, recycling batteries, um, the billions and billions of dollars that are going to be involved with this. They discussed about how federal funding is supposed to, you know, help you know, help supply the governments, these local municipalities or local agencies with 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 money for the fleets. But then they said, Well, you know, it sounds really good. But they're not giving up any money. So when you budget for your new electric vehicles, and by the way, whatever you think it is, multiply it times three, because that's how expensive it's going to be. Three times what you think the cost is going to be. So if it was a regular gas car, times it by three, and that's where you're going to be when you start buying these vehicles. And folks, there's a host of, of partitions and shields and solar panels and I mean, it is full on, but the real crux of it is, is well, it's three, it costs three times the money. Where do you think the money's coming from? Oh, wait, you guessed it. Yes, it's coming from you. You and your tax dollars are going to buy electric fleets. And if you think you're not going to, you're going to. You're, they they said flat out, we're we're doing this. We're going to do this, and there and that we are and that we are not turning back. There was a gentleman who spoke from the city of Oakland, Oakland, California, California, with the most, the most green program on the planet. And he flat out said, we can't do it. In the state of California, they're going to have all green cars by 2030. All green cars. You're not going to buy a gas car after the year 2030, seven years you're we're not going to have natural gas or propane vehicles either by the way and we're not going to have any natural gas and so we're going to use we're going to use electric for everything oh by the way uh PG&E Pacific Gas and Electric the people that um uh supply the power have been sued multiple times for causing wildfires you probably have heard about it on the radio or the television for for causing wildfires because their because their power lines blew in the wind and it, and it and it caused The trees to catch on fire so pacific gas and electric has told the state of california we will turn off power when we please for safety we'll turn it off and we'll keep it off until we determine that it's it's sufficient for us to turn it back on now imagine living in a state where they say you can't have anything but electric and the power and the guy who who's in charge of the gas pump says you know what i'm shutting you off today and you can't have any more you can't have any more gas today. So your refrigerator, that electric, I guess all the food spoils. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do when they shut it off for, for 12 hours? Your ice cream certainly melts. That's for sure. Um, your car doesn't get charged. You don't have any TV. You don't have any Internet. Hopefully your phone's charged up and maybe it will last 12 hours because if it's like mine, it doesn't last because it's old. And it, and, it, and the battery doesn't last very good, <laughs> Which which comes back to the electric battery issue. Um, so electric vehicles. They had the drove the F-150 the electric lightning. Oh my goodness, that is that is. If you want a drag car, Jerry, that is the fastest pickup truck I've ever seen. Flat will just put you in the back of the seat. It's amazing. Oh, but if I put a trailer behind it, <laughs> the mileage goes from 150 to 40. If I tow a trailer. The, char- the full charge goes from 150 miles to 40 miles if I put a trailer behind it. Wow. Now that's pretty- I was like, wow, that's pretty sad. So I have to find a place that has a charger that's functioning that I can charge up my vehicle because I can only make it 40 miles. If you want to use them in town for personal transport, that will be just fine. If you're going to think they're going to be a work truck, uh, they still have some challenges, folks. There's there's a little bit of work left to do. And payload, since these guys were government fleets, um, there was no talk about putting them in, with the exception of a few cities like New York and California actually had a couple cities, there was no talk about electrifying fire trucks or police cars. So, if you think you're going to have the electric police car, you're going to be able to outrun it with your with your corvette. well, guess again, because they're going to keep their, they're going to keep their their gas powered cars for a while <laughs> because, because they understand that they can't they can't run the they can't keep running there's a few uh, options, but in New York City, they believe that they can run fire trucks, sanitation trucks um with because because it's a small they have a small enough area in New York City. We're not talking the state of New York. We're talking about New York City, seven miles, and then they can they can travel around. They think that they think that will work. They do have electric garbage trucks in in, uh, in uh, New York City. The city of Phoenix is planning on buying like three thousand electric vehicles when they can get them that they have on order. They're gonna they're gonna try electric electric um, garbage trucks. So electric side loaders, the ones that pick up the garbage can from your home um they have they have a specific route that this thing will drive um so it, so it doesn't run out of power they actually looked at John Deere and and is is building electric electric equipment so loaders skid steers combines harvesters are 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 in electric phase right now with John Deere i'm not sure how that's going to work out but maybe it'll work out great i don't know i I don't, I don't I hate to be the guy that says that this is impossible but but be aware folks, this stuff is coming and be, and i and I know this listed on and this would probably say well i that seems kind of um i I'm not comfortable with that, Well, you're gonna be comfortable with it now because it's coming and and they've already made the plan cl- wrote the checks and closed the book and if if you thought there was a way to change it i I seriously doubt it from that from here on out. We're 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 going to have electric vehicles, and get ready, and we're going to pay for it handsomely. So, anyways, that's what I learned, Jerry. It,
2: Dude, it
0: was it was well, pretty interesting. For
1: up my day.
0: <laughs> well, I don't mean to screw up your day. <laughs> I just no, want people it, to know it, that. I just want everybody to know that that you know on top of what we talk about, you know there are there are there are other people making decisions that directly affect us. And if, and if we don't know about these decisions, how can we how can we adjust or react? We need to know that when the, these people are full on, they have, you know, and probably most of us remember, they have drank the uh, proverbial Kool-Aid, right? We all uh, most of us remember what drinking the Kool-Aid means. So they've drank the Kool-Aid and they're going to they're on. They're they're in. They're they're both feet in they are, they're sold they're sold on this program. This is what's happening. we're doing this, and this is, and we're going to make it happen no matter what that's, it was a little you know it was a little intimidating listening to him I was I was pretty well taken back because well, I'm just a regular guy, so i'm thinking wow this is this was pretty intense. i didn't understand how much they were vested into doing this until I, until I heard this, and I'm like they're, they're very vested. And, I, and this is, and this was a uh, a seminar in Phoenix, Arizona. It's the same. In, imagine what I couldn't imagine what it's like when you go to California. if you didn't, if you drove up with a gas car in California, you'd probably be shot. But um, I can't imagine what it's like in other cities, that other large cities. It's probably very similar, if not worse. So, and I I just want people to know that you know if you think that that you're gonna that oh you're not gonna get an electric vehicle. You're, that's that's coming to, to you. You're going. We're going to be buying electric cars, whether you're driving them or just paying for them. It's it, it's coming. So, and I didn't mean to script your your weekend, Jerry.
1: Well, you didn't. You just you just put an exclamation point on the fact that what I have been reading and researching and following. That yeah, we're 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 going to go to electric come hell or high water. And it seems like it. Uh, I was right on that. Uh, I don't. Correct. You know, did they cover anything about the cost of your charging stations and your homes and anything like so, that? I mean,
0: so char- so yeah. So so charging stations. So they have. So there's there's a level one charger, which is pretty much obsolete now. That's what you get from Amazon for six hundred dollars. There's the level two charger, mm-hmm. which is. Pretty much the mainstay, and that runs between twelve and twelve hundred and two thousand. There, which is which is a charger similar to a you know a really good battery charger. It doesn't really talk to the car. Then there's the level three charger, which which communicates with your vehicle to read the co- vehicle computer to understand and and the power company sees your car just like just like um, your eyepiece um, host sees into your computer through your IP address. It's the exact same thing. If the power company sees in your car, your car sees the the power company and they and they talk to each other to do you know, quote unquote, the most efficient charging. Those chargers are fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars. They're actually having progress a level four charger. Mike, really? We have to have a fourth level charger? Well I guess we have to have we gotta have, you know, mandated Everything else, we might as well have a fourth-level charger. The fourth-level charger um, will have, and nobody really could say exactly, but they're going to have other multiple features that that make charging efficient. um, uh, Varying types of charging, so like a battery charger that does six and twelve volts, or twenty-four volts, or you know, two trickle charge with a with a or or a fifty amp start charge. It, it, It will read and determine. What needs to happen when, so we can maybe charge quickly for a short while, and then and then and then trickle it in for a little while. Because when you charge the batteries, you know if you try and charge them really fast, they get really hot. So they they work. They, you know they they're working on all that technology to to effectively charge a vehicle. And when you charge them really fast, it has. I, according to these guys, it has a tendency to degrade the battery. So, I mean, you can't just—if you think you can just hook it up and put, you know, an arc welder to it and charge it up—well, no, it doesn't work that way because you'll—you'll you'll cook the battery, just like you could cook a regular car battery. You, we've all seen them put a battery charger on them and seen them smoke and because they boil inside. Well, the same thing happens to these batteries. You just don't see it. So they, they have these mm-hmm. these other chargers, and that's why I say when when you before you actually go buy an electric car you want to you want to look at your your facilities because you know you might be able to put a 110 wall charger in and you know 4 days later your car gets charged well that's not really very effective but maybe the other chargers you know will work but now you need now you need an internet connection to your charger as well as as well as um a uh you know a, a you know fifty amp connection you know maybe maybe a twenty five amp connection wasn't good enough or, or a thirty amp wasn't good enough now you need a fifty amp connection well fifty amp connection in a home is a pretty big draw you know that's you know that's yep. even dryers i think are only thirty, so you know if you need the, if you got a fifty amp connection where how do you get that how do you run the cabling to that and so that's what I mean when I say before you make that leap into that highly expensive electric vehicle. Um uh you need to make sure that you understand. Now now, now the funny thing was I, I did I did enjoy this. So they all did rave that we didn't have to do any more oil changes. Everybody raved that there was no more oil changes and that was the greatest thing on the planet. No more oil changes. I don't have to <laughs> take my car in for oil changes. <laughs> but so so these guys because, you know, because oil changes is the only thing we do to our car. You know, forget about your wipers or glass or, or, you know, or air conditioning or or anything else. Um, so we don't have to do oil changes. And that's like the you know, tires. We don't have to do tires. You know, everything is because the oil change is the number one most inconvenient thing that we do to a car, right Jerry? Is how many I'm like really that's that's that you're complaining about the five thing that takes 5 minutes to do or 10 minutes to do or even if, if you even if you go through the whole car it takes 30 minutes. Wow, that's the most inconvenient thing. So, um so they were they were discussing of how great they were and um so they were talking about mileage on their vehicles. So their vehicles, a lot of the fleet vehicles have and everybody loves them. Everybody loves the electric car. Once you get into it, you love it. But the, the interesting thing was, so they had these cars, and they were 2017, 2018, 2019, and they had 15,000 miles on them. And I said, "Wait, you've got a 2018? That's a five-year-old car, four-year-old car, and you have 15,000 miles? You do over 3,000 miles a year? Really? 3,000 miles? 3,000 miles in a year? Geez, that's that's what we do in a gas car in a month." 3,000 miles, 12,000, you know, 15,000 miles a year. How, how, you drove, you drove it four years or five years and you can put 12,000, 20,000 miles on it. Well, I just see that, that tells me that, that is as, as a great as, plan as it is. Well, nobody's driving these cars. around. So, so how great really is it? But it doesn't matter because we're buying it. We're getting these cars and we're going to have them. And when the, when, what what will really have, What really is going to take place is in about three years, when we have a ton of electric cars, we're to, all the all the things, that, all the pitfalls that you and I are talking about right now, Jerry, and everybody else has concerns about, are going to are going to come to fruition, and we're going to go great. This was a genius idea. Now what do we do? Well, there's we can't back up because there's a bunch of bunch of uh stuff behind us. We got to keep going forward. So, on we go. Uh that's just that's what I learned. I, I was I again I thought it was very interesting. It's all day, but I thought it was very interesting. On the other hand, wow. Electric electric vehicles have a ton. I mean, every vehicle that that we drove have a ton of torque. Great regenerative braking. They are why uh, they are rocket ships. Um and one of the things they the the comment was is you know so because fleets like for example, um the county. Pima County uses a lot of pickup trucks in their in their fleet. You know, they have guys that go out and do road work, you know, um uh work along the median. They have all kinds of guys that go out and do do work. Maintenance. You know, maintenance maintenance for the county. They have pickup trucks. They put their shovels back there. They put their concrete back there. They put their asphalt back there. You know, they put their toolbox back there. And they go out and they do their jobs. They go out, oh, there's a there's a water leak or there's a, you know, we see something. There's something up, sign down or something. All kinds of work all throughout the day. You guys don't even know how much they really do. I know we hate to talk, that, think that governments don't do anything. But the county has a fleet of guys, and they go out and do maintenance work all day long. And they have pickup trucks, regular cab. Uh, long-bed pickup trucks. Some of them pull trailers. So the the comment was, well, what do we do when we give this guy a pickup truck that will literally do zero to 60 in two and a half seconds? Ah, he's going to drive it zero to 60 in two and a half seconds. So they were, that was another concern because the power is so immediate that you can just, you know, you can have a great day with these things. So, I mean, now mind you, you know, it could be fun until you run out of power, and then I guess you got to get it, call me to get it towed in. But you know, hey, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, but uh, it was it was kind of it was very enlightening, especially the payload. The payload and the towing was really enlightening. The fact that the 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 the, the range dropped, you know, because everybody talks about range anxiety. Range the range anxiety right. is that you know I can't I can only drive so far. Well, uh, you know. And it, and you don't think about it. Oh, you're getting the like at the dealership. You get in the car and drive around. Ah, this is great. Well, you didn't put it put your put your life in this car. I mean, what do we talk about, Jerry? We talk about hey, you know, go through your car once in a while and empty everything out. You'll get two miles a gallon better, right? We talk about that, you know. So now you're right. gonna have to hit your car out because you can't because you can only go thirty. You, you, you couldn't go a hundred. You could only go eighty five miles because you're carrying around a ton of cargo that you don't even need. And it's not about oh fuel mileage, you know, because with gas cars we can pull over pretty much anywhere and get fuel, you know. Now you you don't pull over everywhere to get electric, and if people, you know, the thing is this, the I didn't, you know, it didn't it hadn't occurred to me. I, I I knew that that charging systems go down, and I knew that uh, um, Tesla has a really good system, and by the way. Tesla will be installing charging stations at Price and Safeway and malls. Not just, I mean, that where where there's large parking lots, they're going to install chargers to capture your business. Currently, Tesla chargers are for Tesla vehicles.
1: And now, can I pull a regular vehicle in and charge at this station?
0: Tesla says No. Oh. You will you will you will use our chargers for our vehicles. Yeah, think about that. Oh. One. But Tesla, it, it's Tesla infrastructure, and they're paying the money to put this stuff in, just like Amazon's building warehouses so, so they can deliver quickly. Right. Tesla, Tesla's investing in putting electric chargers in a lot of places. They're way ahead of everybody. Um, so when you have the Chevy Corvette, you know, because you know we're going to have the Chevy Corvette with the with the. All-wheel drive on it, or the or the Ford Lightning. You're not. You're going to roll up there, and 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 Tesla's going to say, "Sorry, no." So the and, and and what's going to happen is somebody's going to say, "Hey, Tesla, you can't do that. You're restricting free trade, or some. You know, there's going to be some rule that somebody's going to try and sue them." And so Tesla's going, to say, "No problem. You can use our charger because <laughs> they, they talked about this. You can use the charger." Oh, but there's a surcharge. Oh, yeah, it's our charger. So our customers, because they bought our car, buy the electric at, at a certain rate. Oh, you're the you're the guy using. Yeah, um, Ford. Since since we really don't like you, but we don't want to tell you that out loud. Your vehicle has to pay a ten dollar surcharge to plug into our car, our charger. Because well, because we can't. What are you going to do? Where mm-hmm. are you going to go? You got to get charged up. Until you know, and so now, what are you going to have a parking lot full of fifty different chargers? You know, so I mean, the vice versa would be uh, okay. Uh, Ford, you can't charge a Tesla at a Ford charger. Uh, I, I guess I don't know. Um, there's so, somebody will figure that out in about three years, and they'll get together, and then they'll have a have an issue back and forth, and, and but what will, will happen? What will happen is is you're going to get. They've already discussed it, and you're going to have a surcharge for using the non-brand uh, charger on on your car. So if you drive a Tesla, you can charge it to Tesla charger. If you drive a Ford Lightning, you can charge it to Tesla charger for an extra fee. Imagine that. <laughs> like, what what? What
2: did
1: I, what did they say about the government and how many? Now I understand they put in about six hundred thousand uh charging stations in. Is that is that realistic? Did he say anything about what the government is actually putting in as far as charging stations across the country to make this a feasible operation?
0: So what they said was that the government has planned and that's as far as this went. It's just like um the uh so we all heard about the Inflation Reduction Act, right? We all heard about oh, yeah. how the Inflation Reduction Act is going to be this great thing. It's going to build all this infrastructure. And exactly, you just as you just spoke, Jerry, it's going to have this electric charging stuff. So the, the government guys that have been doing this for 30 years, and we're very knowledgeable, folks. I, I have to say, these guys were, were very knowledgeable. And not only were they very knowledgeable, they, were, they, were, they really like electric. Like me and Jerry, we, I think electric is, is really very interesting. <laughs> But even the guy that's done it for thirty years said uh, it's not feasible. The rate we're trying to travel at, we can't do it. It just won't work. We need to take a step back and reevaluate. That was from the guy, that's, the government guy who, who runs the municipality fleet, and has been doing it for, since two thousand or since nineteen ninety five. He said, since nineteen ninety five, he's been running alternative fuel vehicles, and he said it's too complicated at the rate we're trying to push this, it's we can't do it so that was to me that was very enlightening because a guy who was all in this all in he's all in on this program and he's tra- and he even he said and he's had more experience than anybody in the room mm-hmm. they flew this guy in just so he could speak more experience than anybody in the entire room way more than i ever could imagine. And, and he said it was, it, was, it was too aggressive. What does that tell you? Somebody doesn't, is not thinking this through. But anyways, back to the, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. In the Inflation Reduction Act, there's money for governments, municipalities like Pima County, the city of Tucson, or the city of Phoenix to buy electric vehicles. Oh, well, you have to apply for it. First off, you have to apply for it, and it won't be available until mid-2024. Well, that's a year from now, and then you have to have all these qualifiers, so what effectively they these guys spoke about was you can apply for the money, but you're not gonna get it. The best you can get is to is to buy some a vehicle that has still has a seventy five hundred dollar rebate on it. That's the best you can get so buy the off brand nissan or or i riviera riviera makes one now um they're uh um other other people do conversions. I don't know if the, if the uh, 7500 contributes to the conversions, but box trucks conversions, there was guys that had box trucks conversions or, or transit van conversions. they were converting gas powered transit vans to to uh, electric. very interesting, very very nice. and you know it, Jerry, you would have appreciated the the conversion work. incredibly well done. Just very clean. You, you know, they took a gas-powered motor and transmission out and and replaced it with battery packs and, and electric motor. It was really clean. It was, it, you wouldn't know it wasn't factory. The wiring, the routing was, you know, perfect. Very meticulously done, not just thrown in like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the drunk guy who wants to put the car alarm in and who, who goes in and clips three wires and puts it in there and your car doesn't start when you get done, right? Very Very well right. done. Very, very expensive.
1: Okay, you want to go to Chip now? All right. Chip, good morning. Welcome to the Car Care Show. Chip, you're on? Uh, Chip, you're on the air, buddy. It's Tip, I think. All right. So, you, yeah, Chip, right, have you got him online? You there, Jerry? Well, we're going to call Chip back. And, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Um, hey, I want to talk about EVs. I'm uh, with Tucson Electric Vehicle Association. And uh, yep. Tesla is opening up their chargers to all electric vehicles. It's really interesting how they do it. So, uh, they're actually, um, uh, have an adapter that's attached to the Tesla charger and it comes out with the CCS or comes out with the, uh, Tesla plug, original Tesla plug. So it's, it's whatever car you got you pull into and that won't be available until the end of next year but uh they're working on getting them all together so the end of oh, the good yeah that should be done oh, yeah, uh, completely yeah. um they have 74 places to charge in tucson level 2 charging only uh some are some, well some are level 3 i apologize uh some are level 3 and uh basically um there is a charge but some places are free so you can actually go to some place and have a a, a beer, a drink, or 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 something like that and actually get free charging. I don't know where you can get free gas, but you can actually charge for free.
1: Uh, that's, that's are they, uh, uh, so when I pull up to a charging station, is it gonna say free?
2: Well what or happens is, is is some of these restaurants free. Some of the restaurants will have you have uh, um, electric chargers installed. And what happens is you go in, you have a sandwich or have a drink. And I'm really not going to announce it over the air, but uh, basically uh, you could go there. There's also Plug and Share. And Plug and Share is is an app that you can install on your phone for free, which will tell you where a, a charger is in every city in the United States. So, um, like I said, we have over 74 here in Tucson. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the cost of a level two charger for your house, uh, it's anywhere from like 500 all the way up to like uh, 1500. He's right there. But uh, these chargers can be unplugged and taken with you, and if you have a problem anywhere between cities, you can plug into an R.V plug at an RV park and charge your car. Is that so, it's a
0: it, one it, two charger or a 220 charger. Uh it's a two twenty
2: two forty. Um it's on a level 2 charger. Uh I have two EVs. I have a um I have a um uh uh, a, uh, a, 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 a in town um you know, little little runabout, little metro car. And then I have a long distance Tesla. And the long distance Tesla is the best way to go because they have te- they have chargers everywhere. I don't have to worry about catalytic converters being stolen. I don't have to worry about finding gas somewhere. Uh I don't have to worry about oil changes. Um basically the only fluids in the car are basically brake fluid and washer fluid. Um, it's uh and tires and windshield wipers. Is that on your so, Tesla? That's on the Tesla. It's on all EVs basically. And then they have a, an automatic pilot on the on the Tesla. Uh, Chevy's also coming out with the cruise or they already have it actually on their vehicles. And then Ford has their um uh self driving uh software too.
0: So so a quick quick note about the about the free charging. Um so um you're right about the you you Businesses are installing chargers so that you can come in and use their services. Now, I can tell you that we tow them from out of town, miles away, where that where, for example, hotels have chargers, and you must yes. rent a room in order to use their charger. Absolutely. So that is that is the truth. Yes. So, and if the hotel person does not like you. He doesn't have to rent you a room, nor does he have to let you use his charger. So... That's everywhere, pretty much. But, yeah, I know what you're <laughs> right. saying yeah. So just be, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. but I'm just saying is that, you know, if it's the only gas pump around, please walk into a business and, and extend your, your very gracious gratitude. Thank you so much for allowing me to roll into your parking lot. Because the last thing you want to do is go in with a little bit of a attitude for somebody to say, "Yeah, you know what? I don't need you and um, also there's there's regen.
2: you can charge
0: your car without having it plugged in uh
2: if you ever had a wind up flashlight and you wind up the flashlight or wind up radio, uh you can literally charge your car not a lot, not to the full amount, but you can actually recoup. Electricity and place it back into your battery like an alternator. Uh, I went up to Mount Lemon. I uh, had a, on my little car, I had an 80 mile range. Went up to Mount Lemon. I had um, 19 miles left, and when I came down the mountain, I had 64 miles left. And what
0: happens is, like a, go ahead. Yeah, that's because you You know, the regenerative braking allows you to right. ch- charge the car while driving downhill. If you're driving right. flat, it doesn't work. And, yes, but you you can't do that with a gas car. Well, right, you can't do that with a gas car. That's correct, but in normally speaking, and again, I'm not I'm not knocking the electric. though so it works great, and works better in town as if you let your foot off the gas, and you can actually feel the regenerative braking come on. Most every vehicle I've driven, you, you don't even need the brake. You take it off, and it's like you have a it's like a brake automatically turns on when the, the regenerative braking <laughs> yes. is activated. You're right. Um, you're right. So. Um, and and there's I I looked at a few vehicles. Some of them have the ability, especially the conversions, have the ability to turn the regenerative braking off. Uh-huh. Now, the reason why that is important is because um, it allows you to it allows you to move the vehicle without having to fight the motors, which is which is really right. important. Um, especially right. if you need to get into tow mode and are unable to. So, tow mode allows you to push the vehicle around. Um, right. The the Ford Lightning has a neutral, um, unlike a lot of cars have a neutral that you can actually that will allow it to roll through a car wash, which I thought was kind of interesting. In lieu of having yeah. to put the vehicle in the in the tow mode uh, scenario, which will unlock the brakes, so it'll it'll allow it to go through the car wash. Because normally, if you're sitting there, folks, and you try and go through a car wash with your with it in with it in drive, it won't go. It just it just sits still. It, you can't push it. So when you get it into neutral, it allows it actually to roll through a car wash, which is—it's uh, highly important. It's uh, you, uh, you don't know understand how really critical these little things are until you actually
2: no. use one. Okay. Yes, exactly, um, exactly. Also, uh, this might blow your mind. Also, uh, in the Ford Lightning, if the power goes out in your house. Instead of all that stuff in the freezer and refrigerator being wasted, you can literally plug your Ford F-150 Lightning into your house and keep the freezer and the refrigerator
0: going or the heater or the air conditioner until power is restored. Yeah, that's the the plug in the back. So the Ford has, if you guys don't know, in the back of the Ford, it has a, a power outlet. That's basically what it does. It's like it's got two um, plugs back there where you can plug in. And the, the concept was so that if you're on the job site, you can run um, uh, auxiliary equipment, you know, like a saw or something, or you can charge your your, your electric tools. Um, so that you can do work without having to carry a generator with you, which people do you know most people mm-hmm. have to carry a generator with them when you're out on the job site so and it, it's a it's a really neat concept. repowering your house might be a little challenging i mean if you're no it, it it can, can happen so, they 've so already if started on
2: reverse chargers that you can buy online and install in your house. A wall box has actually got uh, reverse charging where basically you can actually uh charge your car and put electricity back into your house from your car.
0: So so what your So it, it actually has like a smart switch then that disconnects the power from your house so that so that so cuz if you if you try and put a generator on your home and um and without a without a disconnect switch TEP will come to you and say, "Hey, you are operating a generating station and if we are working on the lines, and we, we we disconnect our power, and you're back feeding us. We our our personnel could be injured or killed well, because you're back feeding. Now I understand that that might not be to that level, but they I know that they monitor that type of of electricity. So if yeah, like but when that, their power's out, they're they're going to need power anyway you know,
2: to to help. You know, somebody might need their their uh, a breath monitor on or their heart monitor on. You might need that power in that house to keep everything rolling. They're not going to sit there and complain because you're putting uh, power back into the, your house. Because they they're putting you in a life threatening situation by not having power in your house.
0: Oh no, that's um, that's what I'm saying. They don't have any problem with you powering your house. They have a problem with you putting power on their grid. That's why generators have have disconnect switches. I mean, it's a it's an interesting concept. I I'll bet. I'll I'll bet in future in in a while TEP will will come to you and say okay if you're doing this we're happy that you're powering your house knock yourself out but don't power our grid up you know you like you need to go out and pull the master disconnect so you so your home is disconnected from the power circuit you know from their circuit and, and the reason why I know that's because I, we've experienced that in. Um, when we do jobs, and and it's really, they're very very sensitive. Then and, and imagine imagine you have you know five hundred uh, Chevy or Ford trucks out there powering up houses. What will how much? What does that go to the grid? How does it go back into the grid? You know how does? Well,
2: you'd only do it in case of emergency. I mean, in case of emergency, you do it. You got to have.
0: Right. You know, you wouldn't right. you
2: wouldn't do it on a regular basis. It's like a power wall. You know, the power wall kind of uh, uh, recharges your house in case the power fails in your house.
0: Right, but the so, power wall I mean, has, has a disconnect switch on it. And well, the reason why I say that is because when you power your house and the, and the power the power will flow because it's connected back onto the grid. If the guy's working on the the power went out and and the the Chris lineman is out working on the power lines and he has just 220 coming through the power and something ha- you know, he's he's not expecting that, then he could be injured. And the only I the only reason why I say it is just be cautious because it's a great idea, don't get me wrong. Plugging plugging your electric vehicle in and, and keeping your refrigerator from going bad is a it's fantastic. It's way better than using a generator. But that being said, if T P comes to you and says, Sorry, you can't do this anymore, you might think, Well wait a second, that's not right when they see it happening, they will address it. Right now it's not an issue but because nobody, cause it's not that prevalent. Mm, there's, but when they see it happen, there's not many cars
2: out there that can do it yet.
0: Yeah, it's it's in the
2: future, right. and there's solar cars coming the in the future. future, too. That's also happening. Also, I'm thinking in the future that wheelchairs, uh, electric wheelchairs, will have J1772 plugs on them. So if you are handicapped in any way and you can't get to the, a grocery store or you can't get someplace to get your meds or whatever it needs to be, that in your wheelchair you can actually plug into a J177 plug, a 772 plug, I'm sorry, and charge your wheelchair so you can get to and from home. So eventually these are going to help people with disabilities.
0: Right. Well, the, the other thing that, that these guys spoke about was hydrogen fuel cells. They believe that by 2050, hydrogen fuel cells will be perfected to the point that um, – Large commercials will run a hydrogen a hydrogen fuel cell in lieu of electric batteries because it's just you can get more range and it's more efficient. You will have less. You need a smaller battery, and you and then you just have to have hydrogen to power. Again, another infrastructure challenge. But they that was one of the things they were discussing.
2: Well, a lot of people true. like fuel cells because they, they
0: actually need the same stuff as uh, gas
2: cars need pretty much, and that basically – but it's got to be transported to the station. Uh, that We don't have stations just yet that produce hydrogen on demand, whereas uh, electricity is everywhere. The fire marshal's not worried about uh, electricity in my house. He's worried about gas can in my house. Uh, basically, there's plugs on every wall outside and inside, and they don't worry about those too much unless the house is debilitated, of course, but they're going to worry about a, a gasoline can somewhere in some area of the
0: house, oh, right. so it's a lot well, safer. Well, hydrogen is not going to come to your house unless they, unless right. they replace it with well, hydrogen, no. gas. It's, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll hydrogen will be a fuel station just like a, just like a QT.
2: Uh, right, right, right. The
0: problem, the, the problem with the, the hydrogen infrastructure is that there is current. They can use current infrastructure, but it has to be retrofitted to accept hydrogen, so it doesn't leak, so it doesn't leak so so much because hi- hydrogen per- permeates right through most iron and plastic pipe at this point. So they, I mean, we're talking twenty fifty. That's thirty years from now. So. Right, and and, and, and it might not, happen. I'm not gonna have to worry. About, yeah, but I'm not gonna have to worry about it. To be honest with you, when it gets to 2050, I'll be I'll be 90 years old, so I'm not gonna worry about it. So, but the, but but
2: electricity is coming. Like you said, the F150 Lightning is really really cool. It's really good. I've I've sat on them. I've walked around them. They are are really efficient. Now you're right. Uh, the drawing a trailer does draw power from the battery. But
0: it, it's wickedly fast, it is wickedly fast. In fact, one of the one of the guys, well, not just one, but many of them, complain that well, there's two things wrong with the F-150 being electric in in a in a fleet, and and the pro, this is the problem. It's a four door truck, and not and most people in fleets don't need a four door truck. They need a regular cab trucks, so and that's that's mm-hmm. one issue. Okay, so we we get beyond that, um, and they can they can cope with that. Um, the other thing is it's too fast. So what, like for, like Dodge has for the Hellcat with the valet key, Ford, and I'm sure they've got it in the works, just nobody said it yet, Ford has, needs a valet key for the Lightning, which tunes it from, you know, literally, you know, a 10-second truck <laughs> down to a regular vehicle that, you know, and if they were smart, you know, again, this is a beautiful thing about electric, you know, if you're a fleet manager or you're just, you know, if you're a parent, Oh I'm going to send my kid out in the F150 today. Oh by the way, he can't go beyond here and he can't go more than 40 miles an hour. You know, I mean and and you and I'm I'm sure that well, I mean, you <laughs> could just log on And and, and you'll tur- you'll turn it off and
2: and, and, I, I don't know if uh, I, you can go more than forty miles per hour. I don't know where you're getting that information, but no, but you no, no, you can, you no, can no, go no, speed no, limit. You,
0: no, you you know you misunderstand. I I want to be able to go on the um, I want to be able to log on my phone with an app, and I want to turn my car down from seventy five miles an hour to forty miles an hour, so my kid can't drive more than forty miles an hour. That's what I want. Oh, I don't, oh. I don't, I want I want to be able to program the car so my kid can't do 80 miles an hour or my I don't want my employee to drive at 90 I only want him to drive 65 and when it says so, on the back, drive 65, my, my employee drives 65 because I tuned it down to where it can drive whatever speed I determine it to be. That's Tesla has that,
2: absolutely. No, you're yeah. absolutely right. And, they and, have
0: that. And Ford will, too. Ford, Ford will get it. They just haven't, yeah, I want a valet key, a, a customizable valet key, that, and I want to geofence it. I went, when it goes to a certain area, I want to know about it. I want to, you know, so if he goes, if it goes to, if I, if I tag these areas, I want to be able to say, oh, no, hey, my kids shouldn't be there or my employee shouldn't be, you know, for example, my employee is supposed to be on the northeast side of town and he's way down at Valencia and the Casino del Sol. What's he doing down there? Well, how did he even get down there? No, I turned yeah. the truck off. He can't even go there. It, that stuff right. is coming. That's really
2: Well, no, well it's already here. All the buses on Suntran have a, a monitoring system, which will tell you where the bus is at. Uh, Sun oh, right. Van has a, a shuttle, where you can actually figure out where the uh, the shuttle is. The, some of the the Ford, the trucks or the trucks that the city uses, you can find out where they're at. Now, I don't know if you can't shut them down yet, but yeah, if no. they're in the wrong area, you can detect where
0: that truck is at. Well, yes. Right, that's telematics. Everybody has that. But but with the electric vehicle, you could program it to make it go a certain speed, or you could turn it off if it goes... You know, you can shut it down yeah. so when it when it crosses yeah. a fence line. It it's a, it it pulls off to the side and says, sorry, I can't go any farther. You went outside your boundary. Although with tele, with a gas vehicle telematics, you can see where they're at. You can see how fast they're going. You can right. see what they're doing with the dash cams. You can see if they're looking on their phone. You can see what the car is doing in front of them. You can see when the car stopped in front of them and the and the bus crashes into them. And I know this because, well, I tow the buses, so. <laughs> I've towed the electric buses, I've towed the gas buses. I've done it for a long time, but yeah. the, electric, the electric concept is that i can I can negotiate and and manage how my vehicle works, so when i when I entrust it to somebody else, I can have a little more control over it, and that's where the electric comes mm-hmm. really strives yeah it's safe,
2: you know, imagine being in a car and you're driving seventy five miles per hour and the car rolls and your knee is pinned under the dash and you're perfectly good, you've got a broken knee, broken leg, and then there's the smell of fire. You don't know where it's at. You can see it, but you can't get out of the car, and emergency help isn't to you in 20 minutes to 30 minutes. You don't know how many lives have been lost over a hundred years from cars that have caught on fire when the people were perfectly, I mean, maybe a broken leg, broken arm, pinned, right, but would have survived the crash. But didn't survive the fire.
0: Well, I mean, eh, crashes in the like aren't, aren't going to be. I mean, they can they can catch on fire too. And, and do you know how many?
2: Do you know how many cars caught on fire in 2018?
0: Of ga- gas automobile? cars, I don't. I know. Gas cars,
2: two hundred and eighty thousand car fires caught on fire. Now that doesn't that doesn't report uh, the deaths. For how many injuries? Two thousand, two hundred eighty thousand vehicles caught fire. You know how many electric vehicles have caught fire over the past ten years?
0: Well, but there's not that many electric vehicles. There's, there's, there's one in nine million cars. Yeah, but there's millions of gas cars, and 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 just when those that's no those numbers are interesting, but but they're not comparable just yet. When we get when we get an electric fleet. Our electric True. vehicles to to be to be compensating with the gas and they're equal because because I've towed electric vehicles that have caught on fire after a crash and I'm going to tell you something, that's about as scary as you can imagine because it won't go out. Um, oh, I
2: agree. That, out. That, no, and absolutely, but it's very few and far between. Uh, Jerry, do you want me to let you go, well, or do you want me to? You want me to? Uh, well, hang on to the
1: next. You could. We're getting ready. We're at the top of the hour. And uh, oh, shit, I'm sorry. we need to take a break here. Yeah, between you and Jim, I'm learning a lot about electric vehicles, and uh, well, I'm 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 getting refreshed on them, and this is great. So if you can hang on, Nick, through the break, uh, we'll bring. I mean, yeah, uh, we'll bring you back on in the second hour, Chip. chip. Okay, I, I got it. Thank you. And uh, if you, if you want to hang on, we can discuss sure. some more of these. I have a few questions, so yeah, just hang on, uh, producer. Sure. How far are we away from the top? Hey, he, he,
0: he he's he's ocupado right now.
1: What about what did you
0: say? A minute and thirty seconds, or thirty
1: seconds? Thirty. 30. Okay, 30 seconds. All right. Well, we need to uh, shut down or pause this conversation that we're having between two guys that's done a lot of research on this stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I've just, you know, I've got a couple of little questions. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. And stick around to the Simmons Car Care Show. This is really interesting.